Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, the time is 6.34. Yesterday afternoon, the government published its cyber risk assessment for last year. After the attack on the HSE two years ago and the constant threat from rogue thre- rogue agents operating freely from within Russia, Ireland is often seen as a soft underbelly when it comes to cybersecurity. So what does the new assessment tell us? And what does the country need to do to protect itself from ransomware or cyber attacks? All questions for Oshin Smith, the Minister for Communications and Cybersecurity at the Department of the Environment. Good morning, Minister. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Not too bad, Oshin. Tell us a little bit about the latest National Cybersecurity Assessment. Well, today I'm publishing an assessment of the cyber risks to Ireland. And what that is, is an analysis of exactly how serious are the threats the cyber threats to Ireland's economy, where are they happening and what do we have to do to minimise those threats? Now, you talk in your release about a critical national infrastructure and service in Ireland. Can you give us an example of what are critical national infrastructure? I'm talking about transport, uh, health, energy, financial services, um, subsea cables connecting our country up. So all the all the basic critical things we need to run our country, the things that if they ever stopped, you'd know all about it. And, and you know, what we found is that often there are things that we rely on that we never think about. And often those things are, are in the supply chain. So one day, you know, some series of trucks that delivers things to supermarkets stops working, some, some, some cog in the system. And you know about it because there's there's no milk on the shelves that day. So so really, it's to identify what are all those critical services that are essential to running the country, and you know are they properly protected? Have they taken the the, the precautions that they need to to avoid uh, being hacked? Uh, and what would we do if it does happen? Now you so talk- really, it's a very sensible thing to do that any country needs to do, and much more so now because of the it's, I suppose the accelerated pace of digitization during the pandemic. So as more and more services have gone online. Uh, as we've moved away from having manual backups in a lot of systems, um, we realised that that having a, a that cyber risk is really critical to the running of the country. As we saw when the HSE was attacked, is the HSE back uh, back to hundred percent, or is there are there still any issues uh, post its ransomware attack? I think they're over a hundred percent compared to where they were when they were attacked first. They were at a they were at a uniquely vulnerable period when they were attacked because they had a lot of staff out sick because of the pandemic. They were under a huge stress, you know, they, they isolating staff. They had they had uh, too many patients coming in and out. Uh, and I think that their focus was not on protecting their cyber assets at the time that they were attacked. So I think there has been, you know, since that attack, there's been a huge realization of how critical data is, you know, for example, in the, in the healthcare service, that it does directly affect patient services. It does mean longer queues. It does mean worse outcomes, that we have to protect data, not just in the health service, but across all services. And one of the things we found from the cyber risk assessment is we went out and asked um, senior executives how important they felt that uh, that the, the risk of a cyber attack was. And we found a very high degree of appreciation for cyber risk. We found a high rate of uh, senior executives taking precautions, carrying out the kind of sensible um, precautions that we would expect, uh, that we would want people to do. So we are reassured by that. Uh, but we found two other things. One was we found that um, 
there's a lot of risk in the supply chain. So the, the, a, a critical service may be protected. The company itself may be, may be carrying out all its correct um, precautions. But what about the suppliers that that company relies on? And sometimes, you know, you have a supplier who's providing energy or water or some kind of, some kind of uh, service like that to, to the, to the, to the big brand name supplier. So perhaps it's not AirGrid or it's not um, Irish Water or Ishka Ireland that, that's at risk, but one of their suppliers is not is not doing what they should be doing. And that supplier is advertising the internet saying, we provide basic services to provide water or, or energy in Ireland. And they're the ones who are getting hacked in the future. So what we want to see is that, that, that there is a focus on the supply chain uh, from these essential services, that, that they are checking that their, their suppliers uh, are meeting Basic standards of cybersecurity and cyber hygiene, um, so that we're we're so that we're we're not seeing that the our essential services are taken down by a supply chain attack. There have been many supply chain attacks around the world, around Europe, and they are always unexpected because they are from suppliers that nobody has heard of, that are not frontline big name things that the public are, are familiar with, and so making sure that we have high standards across our supply chain is going to be critical in the future. You talk about three key recommendations to protect the critical national infrastructure. Briefly, what are the three? Well, the first is to make sure that there are strong standards that are underpinned by law for all essential services. So we're going to strengthen the laws and make sure that uh, anybody providing an essential service must meet um, basic standards. Secondly, we want to see a, a, a strong strategic framework for supply chain dependency. We want to make sure that they're, you know, we want to identify who are the companies that are the most, who are the the people in the supply chain that are most likely to cause a risk? Uh, You know, who are these high risk vendors? Who are the ones that everybody has in common? So for example, everybody's relying on Microsoft or everybody's relying on, on Amazon Web Services or Azure or something. So we want to make sure that those critical components are safe. And lastly, we want to have a very clear register of all the suppliers of essential services because they come and go and tech, new, new technology arrives you know with ai 5g and so on people add in these things to their services have they been vetted have they been have they been a risk assessed so that they're they're the three key recommendations now this may not be related to ransomware attacks but i think many of our listeners are sick to the back teeth of all the scams and fake text messages and fake emails clogging up their inboxes and their phones uh, can we do anything about these things if if they're coming from outside europe we have so i i convened a meeting of all the uh, chief executives of the mobile companies and said to them look we can't continue with this with half the country getting scammed every day you know there, I, there was a point during the pandemic it got really bad during that time where every day you were getting a text saying you know you have a parcel or you know you you've you've passed an e-flow point or whatever and um so we we I convened a committee from Comreg, which is a communications regulator, and we identified um, five things that we can change. We've ma- we have managed to reduce the volume of scam texts, and I think people have seen that. We worked with the Garda National Cyber Crime Bureau because this is about identity theft, and it's about people losing all their savings by having their their identity stolen. Uh, and um, we and we are implementing those now. I don't want to specifically say what those five things are because there's a kind of an arms race against the against the hackers. But it is for for me that is an absolutely critical thing that we reduce the volume of scam texts. It's been carried out by overseas gangs. 
it's the English-speaking gangs. They're the same gangs who are who are carrying out attacks in the UK. Uh, and we worked with the UK Crime Agency to um, the National Crime Agency in the UK mm. to share inf- intelligence on this. Yeah. Um, but we are making progress, it, and we are reducing the the the, the incidence of well, this. Well, a lot of people want to see that uh, sorted. Um, finally, Minister, while I have you on the line, you heard the Central Bank report worrying about the inflationary impact of tax cuts. Are you in favour of giving one thousand euro tax cut to the middle class in the, in the budget? Can you hear me, Minister? Well, we have, we're, we're, we're in a period of inflation. And if you look at what happened last year, I think people on incomes of 50,000 euros were 830 euros better off after the budget. So, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not an impossible, like, sir, sir, and we have an agreement in our program for government between our three parties that we will compensate for inflation, both in the, in the, in the bans and in the tax-free allowances for income tax. So if we don't change the income tax allowances and bans, effectively people are paying more income tax each year. So we, we said we would correct for inflation. We will examine what, what that is. So we don't want people to be worse off um, simply by, by, by not touching the, the, the income tax rate. So we will certainly look at that, but we won't do anything uh, that is um, not prudent or that, that is inflationary. We'll be careful with that, but there will be pay rises. There will be welfare rises and there will be uh, increases in the tax bans. So I guess the, this, is, this, is, this is not about all of one thing or all of the other. We will, we will take a measured approach on this. Uh, and there will, and, and just to be clear, I can't say exactly what it's going to be because mm. we haven't decided yet. Three parties will thrash this out. There will be increases in the tax credits. There will be a broadening of the tax bans. There will be increases in welfare and there will be increases in pay. Thank you, Minister. That's Oshin Smith, the Minister for Cybersecurity at the Department of the Environment. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.